It's the bonus content from the Breakfast Club. Coming downtown to show you what's what. Everybody's looking forward to it. Except for the fact we don't know when we put it out. Yeah. <laughs> bonus content. That was so hyper. I really, well, yeah. really liked it, yeah. Well, there's another song there. <laughs> oh, I don't get that stuck in our heads. Fucking hell. God, every single time. Yeah. Stuck in my head. Mossy, I've come up with a new bonus content idea that I'm hoping will be fun. Well, here's hoping, because some, some of them are just self-flagellation, aren't they? <laughs> so let's, no, it's the opposite of that. Yeah, onanism. Self-indulgence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah hopefully. I mean, this one's still quite self-indulgent. <laughs> Would you have it any other way, guys? Honestly, I read one of these to Steph before, and I was like, I'd watch this. And yeah. I was like, because hmm, I've fucking written it. So, uh, <laughs> Hey, I like this shit I did. So basically, this is a play off the old uh, drinking game of Two Truths, One Lie. Yeah. Uh, where you say two r- real facts about yourself, and then you have to make one fact up. So what, what call- I've done is... What are we calling the feature, though? We're calling it Two Lies. Two Lies. <laughs> like... True lies. Like true lies. It is only vaguely tortured, <laughs> mildly tortured. Just like Arnie in True Lies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or his wife in True Lies. Yeah. So he's only psychologically tortured. Though. <laughs> so, so it's okay. What I like about this uh, feature that I've invented, and obviously like because I invented it. Invented, by the way. TM on this one. <laughs> we got a little C next to it, so you all fuck off. Um is that this wouldn't work if we were actually a film podcast. <laughs> because we'd probably know which ones we'd were the films. The yeah, yeah. films yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we were filmies, we'd know. But we aren't. But we, we aren't, don't. and we don't. So what I'm gonna what I'm gonna give you is um three plot outlines or yeah. plot synopses. Okay. And two of them are from real films. Okay. They've all got a title, they've all got a year. Um one of them is just I've made it up. Okay, so you've titled and yeared them. Yeah, so it should yeah, yeah. be easy, right? Should be easy. Yeah, you yeah. know, we're a film podcast. We're a film podcast. We know films. This motherfucker watches films. <laughs> you watch at least one film a week. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe even less. <laughs> Coming up. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, so I'm going to read them to you. Yeah. All you have to do is tell me which one uh, you think is the one that I've made up. Dave, I can't wait. The I'm like rule- a coiled spring. The only rule I'm going to put in place is yeah. You can't ask me what actors are in it or okay. actresses are in it because some of them have like really obscure mad actors in anyway. So you've not done any research. Yeah, and I've not done any research. Because yeah. Yeah. we aren't a film We're podcast. not a film podcast. This is going all over the place on whether we are or aren't. <laughs> <laughs> is the Breakfast Club a film podcast? Is the Ross and Rachel uh, yeah, podcast? It, I think. Is, it is, yeah. One day we'll put a poll up on Instagram. <laughs> Will they, won't can, they? You can decide. Do we like films or don't we? It's for the listeners to decide. It's very unclear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready for the first three? Born ready, motherfucker. Okay, film number one. <laughs> That's Blade, by the way. <laughs> I didn't get it because we're not a film podcast. No, of course we're not. <laughs> uh, athlete Alan becomes quantum... <laughs> is that the name of the film? <laughs> this is, Sorry. Oh, straight, wish it was. Straight into the synopsis. Oh, I wish it was Athlete Alan. God, I watched the fuck out of that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a. Uh, that sounds like an old. Sorry, I've j- jumped in immediately. Which I it's okay. No, no. That, that sounds like one of the back in the day of SNES games. Yeah. Where you could just make any old shit, and it didn't matter. <laughs> any production company, anyone could just make any old yeah, shit. Just and use it, the same sprites from another yeah, game and steal just call it yeah, Athlete Allen. Call it Athlete Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd written a film called Athlete Allen, mate. <laughs> Athlete Allen becomes quadriplegic. Oh my a- god. <laughs> 
That should be up for me. <laughs> oh, poor guy. Poor Alan. What's twist? He's not an athlete anymore. Yeah, well, after, a, after a horrific traffic accident, <laughs> his friend Jeffrey, who is conducting <laughs> experiments with monkeys. Oh my god, no, you're going to have to repeat that bit. Where the fuck is this going? His friend Jeffrey, this is strong. who is conducting experiments with monkeys, yeah. offers Alan a well-trained monkey named Ella. Oh, I thought he was going to give him monkey arms and legs. <laughs> and he was going to compete again. <laughs> oh my god, what a film. <laughs> to keep him company and raise his spirits. But the initially healthy bond, which even enables Alan to form a romantic relationship with Melanie. Oh, I thought you were going to save the monkey. <laughs> I thought this was just going to be like, yeah, this is going to go real west. <laughs> Gradually disintegrates once Ella begins to channel Alan's underlying rage and take it out on his loved ones. What? Ella the monkey begins yeah. to channel Alan's underlying rage and take it out on his loved ones. Is this film called Furious George? <laughs> <laughs> this film is called Monkey Shines and is from 1988. Okay, so that's, that's athlete... a late '80s film. Is, yeah, athlete Alan the quadriplegic who gets a trained monkey who turns evil. All right, second film. Okay, that's I mean, fucking hell, that's a strong opening. Strong, isn't it? Yeah, Forrest Taft is an environmental agent <laughs> who works for the Aegis Oil Company in Alaska. Aegis Oil's corrupt the Aegis C- Oil Company. Aegis A E G I S. Aegis Oil's corrupt CEO, Michael Jennings, is the kind of person who doesn't care whether or not oil spills into the ocean or onto the land. If you haven't read this, this is boring. Just as long as it's making money for him. He even makes commercials that make him look like he cares about the environment. Oh, this is long. Jennings is almost finished with building his new state-of-the-art oil rig, Aegis One. The problem is that if he doesn't finish building the rig in 13 days, oh, the land rights will be returned to the Eskimos and <laughs> the Alaskan government. Do we think we do we go with Inuits these days? Nope. nope. Also, Forrest Taft punches a bear. <laughs> that's in the synopsis, is it? <laughs> yeah, and that's called On Deadly Ground from 1994. Okay. That's film number two. So you've got Paraplegic Monkey Man or you've got Evil Oil Corp where a bear yeah. gets punched. Film number three. Successful but reckless racing driver Alfonso Guerrera finds himself embroiled in a hit and run after making his way home from a drunken one night stand. In a moment of panic, he hides the dead body of the young woman he's killed in the boot of his beloved car. Days later, after building up the courage to dispose of the body, he opens the boot to find her missing. Oh no. Overcome by guilt and fear of what it would mean for his career if he was ever found out, Alfonso's mind begins to slowly unravel until he's convinced his car, now possessed by the woman he killed, is working against him as a police informant. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Knight Rider. It's just a little, she's got full kit. No. Is he mad or is that just what someone wants him to think? And that's nice. called Head On Collision from 1992. All right. So you've got Paraplegic Monkey yeah. Man, you've got Oil Company Puncher Bear, yeah. and you've got Sentient Car Sentient Police Informant. Car, police informant. Right. I think the second one mm. stars Steven Seagal or Jean-Claude Van Damme, I, and I I think I've seen it. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. But And if it isn't, and if you've wrote, wrote that, Dave... Yeah. Quite the red you, herring. You've fucking missed out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> because, A, someone stole your film. Yeah. And B, you could have... If you were born 10 years earlier... <laughs> You'd be a goddamn millionaire. Or at least you'd have a couple hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah. Right, A. Yeah. If you've written that, mate, <laughs> yeah. you've got some serious issues. Because <laughs> I, I just can't see you writing that. 
And and the only way you've written that is if you haven't decided what the other two films you were going to pick were. Yeah. Because yeah. that is completely fucking insane. <laughs> so by process of elimination, yeah. I think you've written the third one because you really like thrillers. Head-on collision. And yeah, car thrillers seem... An interesting niche that hasn't been, been especially tapped. especially ghost police informant car thrillers. <laughs> I don't think they've been tapped yet. So I think you've written that one. Okay. I think Head On Collision, 1992. Okay. Uh, on Deadly Ground, yeah. Oil Company, is a 1994 film starring yeah. Steven Seagal and Sir Michael Caine. Yes! I fucking knew it was Seagal. I fucking knew it. I think I've watched this. Um, I think I've seen the end and that, I was about to say Lee Harvey Oswald, he isn't in it. Uh, Lee, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Lee Harvey Emery, maybe the, you know the guy from uh, the guy from Full Metal Jacket. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's in it. Uh, I may okay. have just said he his name wrong, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Seagal punches him. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm certain I've seen this. Okay, Monkey Shines, mm-hmm. 1988. Yeah, is a real film. Yes, <laughs> knew it was. There's no way you're right in that. It's so mad. It's so mad. I did all yeah. myself there, but it was just too funny not well, to put in. No, I mean, you're not writing that film no, about I someone. I wish I could think of that. About athlete Alan getting all his fucking legs and arms chopped <laughs> off and then some fella giving him a goddamn monkey. You're not giving him that. No, I wish I could write that. No, I, I wish mean, I could write that's that. That's how you've dying out, innit? You're dying out on that forever. You'd be, I'd be pitching that to this day. And even when production companies go, it's already been made, it was Monkey Shines, it was in 1988, you go, nah. No, no, no. no we'll no, reboot no. it then. I've written this. <laughs> Give him a bigger monkey. Make him fall in love with the monkey then. <laughs> Give him the monkey arms and legs. Give him monkey Let arms and legs. Again. And we'll call it, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Hang on. We can call it, he, he ends up as an Olympic boxer and we'll call it Fighty Joe Young. Nice. That? That's excellent. <laughs> you got there. Got, got a rhyme in the end. Got a pun in there. <laughs> Oh, mate, I enjoyed that so much. I enjoyed reading the first one to you. It was just fucking madness. Would you like three more? Fucking hell, we got three more. Well, we've got we've got three more films and then three more films. Can I ask you a favour? Yeah. I know you've got three more films, but yeah. can you replace one of them with Monkey Shines again? <laughs> just read out again. <laughs> Athlete Allen. <laughs> okay, here we go. Family Man, Abel Plenkov. No way. <laughs> Abel Plenkov. Abel <laughs> a sufferer of disassociative identity disorder, accidentally discovers that he is the Riverton Ripper, a local masked serial killer. <laughs> How do you figure that out? He's like, oh, fucking hell. What's all this? Hang on, what happened last night? I went to the shop, I bought some tape, I bought some rope, I went the alleyway. <laughs> I put my cape on and my top hat. (laughs) After killing his pregnant wife, Sarah, and then his psychiatrist, he shot down and carted away in an ambulance, leaving his young daughter, Leah, and premature son, orphaned. On the way to the hospital, a paramedic suggests that Plenkov himself is innocent, but that he houses multiple souls, with the Rippers (laughs) being... This is a trained medic suggesting this well i mean dave we live through covid i worked i worked in a hospital through covid you'd be fucking surprised yeah, yeah yeah uh with the rippers being one of them near death plenkov unexpectedly revives slashing the paramedic in the throat causing the ambulance to crash and burn 
Seven children who were born on the day of Plenkov's death and supposedly carry the traits of his personalities yeah. are later dubbed the Riverton Seven. And that film is called My Soul to Take. That's good. That, um, I mean, fucking hell. Uh, yeah, yeah. That almost, almost sounds like uh, the plot of 13 Ghosts just mm. inside a man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> film number two, then. Yeah. John Blair is one of the deadliest assassins to have ever lived. His employers send him through time to carry out assassinations that will alter the course of history. On a routine job, a malfunction means he is sent to time, sent to a time 10 years before he is due to assassinate his next target. With no way of getting home, he decides for the first time in his life to have time to himself. <laughs> Over the next few years, he falls in love, marries Aww. and has a child. But as he gets closer to his date, he must face a decision. If he carries out his task, he will be erased from this timeline as though he didn't exist. But if he chooses to stay, the Corrections and Rectifications Office in negative space, brackets Kronos. <laughs> cool, is that, thank God we got that out there. Brackets Kronos. The Greeks had something on the fucking nose. Close bracket. Will send the most deadly killers who have ever... Oh, <laughs> will send the most deadly killers who ever have or will live <laughs> after him. The Titans. How far will one man go for a little more time? And that film is called Time, Please. Give me just a little more time. Give me just a little more um, time. Time, please. <laughs> like, like a real twisted foot on Time, Police. Fuck off. Time, please. Time, please. <laughs> no, fuck off. Um, There's still one more film. I can't wait there. <laughs> Sorry, isn't that just a book by Stephen King? Isn't that the one where that is a book, right? Where some fella goes back in a portal and has to stop the assassination of JFK? Yeah, yeah, there yeah. is a book by Stephen King that's like that. Yeah, I can't remember what that's called. It's got a number it's for the, a name. It's the date of his assassination. Ah, no it's gonna cares. make us look like an idiot now. Nineteen fifty something. Yeah, close. <laughs> wasn't it nineteen fifty nine? Wasn't it ten years before they they went to space? And You're that was asking this whole me. Thing? I don't yeah. know. Nah, no one cares. Don't no one knows. Know. It's a good book though. It's really interesting. Which. That film. Yeah, that film. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. I just watched the film. Uh, okay, and then last film. Here we go. New Jersey high school senior Ben Cronin is a former juvenile delinquent. <laughs> ben Cronos. <laughs> whose past criminal behavior was fueled by and for drug use. He credits the support of his now longtime girlfriend, Amy Miller, and getting into competitive swimming as the primary reasons for turning his life around, which includes working part-time at the hospital where his single mother works. He has become the star swimmer of his high school team. <laughs> so much so that scouts from Stanford University wow. are coming, coming in a week's time Not to watch Stanford. Ben swim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should be able to read this with a straight face, right? <laughs> What's going to happen to him? All his arms and legs get chopped off and he gets given a monkey to swim instead. <laughs> ben has a new swim fan in Madison Bell. Oh, of course. A recent transfer student to Ben's high school. Despite Ben making it clear that he's in a committed relationship, Madison seduces him, the seduction to which he succumbs. They agree afterwards that their encounter was a one-time-only event, but Ben slowly comes to the realisation that despite Madison's assertions to the contrary, she has more in mind with him. Is she a mermaid? She's a mermaid. She's a monkey. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And that film is called Swim Fan. And it's from 2002. What, a, what an original name. <laughs> well, how long did it take him to go up with that name? Swim, uh, some girl uh, becomes a fan of his swimming and ends up shagging him. What should we call it? Swim fan. Swim fan. That'll do. Swim fan. So you've got yeah. my soul to take. Yeah. Time, please. Yeah. Or swim fan. Right. Okay. Uh, I 
I hey, I'll, I'll am I going to explain why? I yeah, think. yeah. I don't yeah, want to ask yeah. questions. I want to go with my gut. Okay. I think you've I think you've written time, please. Okay. And the reason why is because the first one uh, is insane. <laughs> <laughs> the first one's completely insane. <laughs> oh, the paramedic going, oh, there's some souls in you there, kid. <laughs> and then the synopsis. There's some souls in you there. <laughs> and the synopsis is essentially. You don't, you don't get any more. He just wakes up, kills the guy, fucks off, and you're like, hang on, where's this going? I suppose you got to watch it. The second one, the second one seemed a very you story to write. And okay. by that, I mean, it was plagiarism. The third one, <laughs> the third one, the third one, if you were to write anything set in a school yeah. or with teens or anything like that, you're just writing another Sky High. Yeah, you're writing Sky 100%. High 4. Or yeah, yeah. Many, I don't know how many they made. They only made one, sadly. Oh, did they? I think well, so, you're yeah. making Sky High 2. But you're going to call it Sky Higher, probably. Yeah, or yeah, something like that. Yeah. How Sky High can you go? My Sky High. <laughs> My Sky High Academia, you're going to call it. Because, again, plagiarism. Plagiarism, that's all I do. Right. Let me know. Swim Fan. Yeah. 2002. Yeah. Real film. It sounds fucking sounds shit. shit, doesn't it? it sounds <laughs> absolutely awful. How was she yeah. a mermaid or something? <laughs> she turned out to be a lovely mermaid. That would have been real good. I'd say that like, Guillermo did that one. Uh, time, please. <laughs> About the time traveling assassin. Yeah. Not a real film. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I knew it from Time, please. <laughs> My soul to take is a Wes Craven film. No, of course it is. <laughs> but it does it sound is. insane. Isn't that? Isn't that what the? Isn't that something to do with like the the realness of Michael Myers? Is that he's not been allowed to hell or something, and he's a twisted soul and all that shit? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. 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 We're sending you back up, Michael. <laughs> Why? Kind of like the Ghost Rider or uh, the Crow or whatever. <laughs> Who am I going to kill? Just one woman. Just a teenager. One teenage not a girl. Teenager anymore. And then now she's like fifty odd or whatever. <laughs> and also anyone who has sex along the way. <laughs> all of them <laughs> only if it's premarital mind because although i am satan i am also still an angel so that shit doesn't fly what about wanking boss uh, no we'll leave them wanking we'll, we can allow we wanking. can allow wanking <laughs> uh, okay right, cool two for two Ready for the last one? Yeah, I'm really happy with myself so far. Okay, I'm you've lot, done very well. I'm a little made up boy. You are, you're doing very well. It's almost like I know you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here we go. An alien pod crash lands in the swamps. Brilliant stuff. After which the local mosquitoes begin feeding on alien corpses. <laughs> <laughs> All the corpses, how many corpses are there? Loads of corpses. <laughs> Why are they eating it? That's not what they do. That's not what mosquitoes do. <laughs> Such a start. All these start off so strong. <laughs> this causes the mosquitoes to grow. Yeah. Massive size. Oh, a shock. And develop an unquenchable hunger for blood, which they didn't have no, to start and with. And also, yeah. <laughs> which they didn't have to start with. <laughs> Usually they just eat their fill and go, oh, no. <laughs> oh, I couldn't eat another yeah. drop. A little mosquito waiter flies in. It's just like, oh, do you want to look at the dessert menu? Oh, no. Oh, God, no, no. no. Oh, just the bill, please, for me. Just the bill. <laughs> An unquenchable thirst for blood. But they've drank alien blood. So it's not even you, but they're going to go fucking go to space. <laughs> Maybe they will. Oh, my God. What a film. A so mass far. swarm of these mutant insects attacks a national park in a brutal onslaught that kills oh the entire tourist population. <laughs> fucking off where? Do we know? 
to be known. The writer hasn't specified. Okay. The, the few unrelated survivors, two lovers, a meteorologist, a punk rock musician, and a gang of dangerous bank robbers on the run from the police. <laughs> oh, it's like oceans. Must settle their differences and band together before nightfall. Yeah, when what the then? nocturnal monsters. Oh, of course, they're nocturnal. Why would I know? We'll return for more. Because that, that's when all the tourists go out in it at night. <laughs> that's when they're all gallivanting around the zoos and that at night. That's when they get them all. That fucking film hell. is uh, Mosquito from 1994. Sounds fucking brilliant. Sounds right up my street. That second film. Oh yeah. my god, that was funny as fuck. Daniel Scott is a loser. Yeah, 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 he sounds like one of my shit name. Everyone else has been called like Abel Taft or <laughs> or <laughs> Adley Allen. <laughs> As this cunt's just called what? Scott Scott Boring. What's his name? Scott. Daniel Scott, Scott Boring. <laughs> uh, Daniel Scott is a loser with no money, no relationship with his daughter, and no prospects. So he's surprised when he receives a mysterious invite offering him half a million dollars to come to a mansion in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. There he meets a reclusive billionaire who informs Danny that he has discovered part of the ocean that is deeper than the Mariana Trench and is totally unexplored. He's built a research facility <laughs> this, down there. This is James Cameron. Is <laughs> <laughs> he just unwilling to get some James boys? Cameron. He's just recruiting some boys. Yeah, so he gets his sex nowadays. <laughs> it's, he's going to be like, it's deeper than the Mariana Trench and I need to explore it every inch. <laughs> and I need someone to go in and explore it. It's your anus, Scott. Scott Boring. <laughs> I need to get in my little vessel and go in. <laughs> Half a million dollars, though, Scott. <laughs> I'd take it. Oh, yeah. He's built a research facility down there and wants to offer Danny $10 million to <laughs> spend three years down on the base. That's not worth it. <laughs> Do you not reckon? No, is it fuck? Three years? $10 million. Down in the bottom of a goddamn horrible trench, no? <laughs> Skeptical at first, like you, Daddy decides his estranged wife and child could use the money and so agrees. Year one goes by without incident other than the loneliness and boredom. His only communications are one-way voice messages from his new boss. At the beginning of year two, he receives a panicked message from his mysterious benefactor. The message is garbled, but Danny hears enough to know something bad is happening on the surface and a lot of people are dying. The messages come thick and fast over the next few days and then stop completely. Not knowing what's going on, Danny must decide whether to try and complete his mission, unsure if his rescue vehicle will ever arrive, or does he try to figure out a way back to the surface, risking that this is some way of tricking him out of the money that he is owed. Mm. And that film is called The Trench from 2005. It sounds like the sort of prank I'd pull on someone if I had the money, though. <laughs> well, you just go live at the bottom just, of the ocean. Go live at the bottom of the ocean for three years, and then I'm going to pretend everyone's dead. <laughs> Third and final film. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. It's obviously a good start. In London, yeah. Carol Hammond lives yes. in a fancy building with her husband Frank. Frank Hammond and Car- Frank and Carol Hammond <laughs> and her stepdaughter Joan. <laughs> Carol is the beloved daughter of wealthy prominent lawyer and politician Edmund Bryson. Gosh, she is. <laughs> Where did they get these names, I wonder? Nothing <laughs> 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 these fucking great names. <laughs> <coughs> Frank is in a, in a, Frank in his partner Frank is he now <laughs> fucking hell in his partner Frank is his partner in his office and has a love affair with Deborah his wife fucking hell alright there's a lot of characters there's in this. a lot of this going all over the place this one yeah. Carol's next door neighbour Julia Dura is a depressed <laughs> <laughs> Julia Dura I really ran out of steam. Is a depraved woman who promotes. <laughs> I really ran out of 
<laughs> he promotes parties with drugs and orgies. Oh, God. <laughs> Carol has psychoanalysis sessions with Dr. Kerr and, it is tr- and is intrigued with a nightmare where she stabs Julia to death three times while a couple watches. When Julia is found dead in her apartment, efficient Inspector Corvin and his partner, Sergeant Brandon, that are assigned... So many people! Are assigned is to this a synopsis? Are assigned to investigate... All the evidences point out to Carol, yeah. but was it a dream or a reality? I don't, I don't know. Was that a dream or a reality? What's it called? <laughs> this film is called... Beaming Rhapsody? A Lizard in Woman's Skin. Okay. From 1971. All right. Yeah. There's a lot of characters. Yeah. There's a lot of characters. I don't think you'd bother <laughs> writing all those characters <laughs> into a synopsis. Because it, it's so long when you struggled through it. <laughs> and then you just doc Detective Corvin at the end. The fucking crow man. <laughs> Just get him in there. No, I don't think you've done that one. Okay. My, right, my heart my heart wanted to have written Mosquito. Yeah. But my gut tells me that you've written uh, the second one again. I can't remember what it's called. The uh, Trench from 2005. The Trench, yeah. My, my, my gut tells me The Trench. My heart wants a Mosquito to you, be true. Yeah. So if it's the third one, I'd be really, really angry. <laughs> but if it's either of the other two, it's win-win for me. Okay. But, but I'm going to say The Trench. You're going to say I wrote The Trench. Yeah. Okay. A Lizard in Woman's Skin, 1971. Yeah. Real film. Of course it is. Sounds, no one writes that many characters. Sounds, sounds dog shit. It yeah. does sound awful. As yeah. I was reading it, I was like, fuck, why did I pick this one? <laughs> uh, the Trench. Okay. Or Mosquito, 1994. Mosquito, 1994. About... Alien pods alien and pods, mosquitoes mosquito eat aliens blood. and become massive. Yeah. That is a real film. Oh, I'm actually a bit gutted. But fair enough. Yeah, nah, I need to watch that. That sounds sick. I went through a slew of watching shit horrible like creature features. How yeah. oh, did I miss that Go one? Go back and listen to our pterodactyl episode if you well, want to listen to a great creature wanna, feature. Yeah, though. that's a hell of a creature feature, yeah. And I wrote The Trench. The Trench. Yeah, that's very, uh, it's very ex machinery. Yeah. The yeah, Trench. Yeah. I don't know. Bit it's of the game. Street. And also very similar to the film I've done for this week's podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whenever we put this up. <laughs> well, mate, that was, that was a great game. Did you enjoy that? That was real yeah. fun. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. 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 I, I, I promise I'll do some of my own. I would love that. I, uh, yeah. It, I, See, you're tricksy because I think I would know your style. Yeah. But I think you know I would know your style, mm. so I think you would write some, like, real red herrings. No, I have a, I have a problem in that I will write one name and that will immediately <laughs> give away <laughs> if I wrote it or not. So... Uh, I really enjoyed that. I hope you listeners at home enjoyed it. If you would like to listen to any of the films that I made up, write in and let me know. I... When I'd written the trench, I was like, "That sounds that sounds up my street." Yeah, yeah, I'd fucking watch that film. Yeah, um. So yeah, let us know if you thought any of them good, or if you thought they were shit. Let us know because that was funny as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We really like getting just roasted by you guys who are nothing. Yeah, who do nothing. <laughs> Make sure you listen to our full episode. I'm going to say every Thursday. We don't know. We might be changing the schedule. No, we are going to be changing the schedule. I mean, this is bonus content. We don't know when this is going out, but yeah, it will have probably. True. This will probably go out after the schedule. After change. the poll. So after the schedule change poll. We'll have uh, a new episode every other week, and uh, probably and bonus content will be on the the in between weeks. Yeah, we would hope. So. Yeah, yeah. We will speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.